Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, guys. We forgot to introduce ourselves at the beginning yet again. So here's an awkward cut of us saying hi. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. I'm Justin. And I'm Alejandra. Let's go. Bitch. (laughs) You guys ready? Yeah. Born. I just, no, it's because I, I, (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs) just fucking, just ghosting already. I saw that. I literally was like, yeah, because I realized. Like a fucking Stepford wife down there. I, yeah. I I realized, I, I was like, fuck, it's too late to ask for straws and our teeth might turn red or purple. Oh, it is Sorry. a little too late. I know it's okay. That's why I was They're like, I, I know. That's why I was like, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, how does it feel to be sitting at the table with three of us for the first time ever? For real, this, though. Yeah, so good. It weirdly feels natural, but that's because we're you know we're home. It does feel like we've done this before. Yeah, really. But that's probably because we just have so many conversations. Yeah. like mm. this. Yeah, mm. and we're on stage. Yeah, what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have done a couple live shows together now, where it's been all of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was told this is about maddening, so I'm prepared in every sense with every liquid. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> wow. That is a poison. Triple, triple Tequila fisting. for the hard ones, wine for the normal, and then water to recover when I lose so much from crying. Okay. <laughs> to replenish the tears. To hydrate I myself. <laughs> I don't think you've cried on this show yet, but I wish you would. Ooh. <sighs> I've been close, though. You've seen me get close. What one? The dog one? Probably the dog one. There's a lot of them, but then it's like, especially the father knows one we just did it. I don't know. And then I just have to be like mm-hmm. blinking, blinking. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, as you said, the theme is like maddening slash are they maddening or are we sensitive mm. kind of vibes? So mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of these were maddening. I, I think the fam might agree. Maybe not. We'll, we'll see to each their own. But um, there's been a lot of maddening news the past two weeks. Yes, that Um, is for certain. There's a lot I want to share. I do, you know, I get our listeners are very diverse and we each have our own thoughts. Like we're our own people. But I will just say, um, I think for at least for myself here, I'm very pro-choice despite my mom almost having an abortion with me and I just think that everyone should be able to control their own body and I will say if you do stand on the other side please take a look at some of the news that's coming out about women already having ectopic pregnancies and needing emergency surgeries and having to wait 
hours and hours while their doctor goes to a lawyer. And I, I know that a lot of, from what I've seen, a lot of women who are on the pro-life side recognize, hey, there's circumstances where an eptopic pregnancy and the mom's bleeding out. Yeah, that mm-hmm. it's not a viable pregnancy at all. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. But unfortunately, the law doesn't discriminate right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part. So unfortunately, it's not even Roe v. Wade. That's the thing. It's like now all of this other stuff is coming up. Yeah. Like Roe v. Wade was, a precedent. Was, was precedent for gay marriage. Exactly. I mean, and even contraceptive. So privacy you know, between your doctor and like getting yeah. birth control. Walking that back is very scary for what's to come. So and scary. a lot of people yeah. don't recognize that. I don't think some people even realize like abortion is used so broadly for a lot of medical procedures. Like my mom had an eptopic pregnancy and didn't even realize that she had an abortion. She goes, no, what? No, I had just an eptopic pregnancy. And I go, but you had an abortion too. Mm -hmm. And my mom is so pro-life. My mom is really, really pro-life. And it's just, I think there's so much misunderstanding around this. And then the media and all these fake stories slammed down our throats about nine month babies getting aborted. it's like, no, those are those are people that wanted that baby. Yeah. I'll share some of the resources I've been seeing. I think we should all just be very open-minded. And this is, I get it. It's a really trigger, mm-hmm. trigger topic. To Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh, I did have a Canadian on today that I recorded with and I did like the accent. I, I mean, I'm down. Like, <laughs> My, I know somebody who's, um, he's a lawyer here and he's Canadian and his like paperwork's like I just went through or something to become full citizen here. And he was like, on second thought, <laughs> yeah. deport me. <laughs> right. In light of recent events, <laughs> I'd actually like to reverse this. I know. And I, I get there's going to be a lot of you that are probably disappointed in me for this conversation. But I'm just asking for open mindedness and to do a little research on the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into these stories because they're going to be just that maddening. Yeah, priming the pump, <laughs> piss the people off. Right yeah. away. I was right. just, I was just going to say, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Let's dive in, guys. Let's dive in. First is actually a phone one. I love Costco. I think it's one of my favorite places. Mm. And I'll say what I'm going to say after this. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. My 23 male girlfriend, 26 female, got into a confrontation at Costco. I left the store to not escalate the situation. She's accusing me of running away when she needed me. Two days ago, my girlfriend and I went to Costco. A guy blatantly cut in front of us in the checkout line that we had already been waiting for almost 20 minutes. My girlfriend spoke up and told him that we were already waiting and the end of the line was way back there. He said we didn't move our cart forward fast enough and that meant we had left the door open for him to jump in. She said that was crap and to move his stuff. He had two huge carts literally filled to the brim. He said, what are you going to do about it, bitch? I didn't want to escalate the situation, so I basically just walked away and out of the store. I felt like it was so much better 
because you just don't know what people are going to do these days. I figured my girlfriend would leave as well, but I waited in the car for a good 30 minutes before I heard anything. Finally, she came out with all of our stuff. I asked her how it went. She said, paraphrasing here, not only are you a fucking coward, literally everyone in that line laughed at you about how you left me high and dry. I tried to explain to her about not wanting to escalate, and she said that no partner in the world, let alone woman, wants their partner to turn tail and run. I tried to explain to her again my thought process, and she said if I said one more word, she was going to break up with me. I dropped her off at her house with her stuff, and I haven't heard one word from her despite texting and calling her a few times. What is going on here? What can I do about this? How do I make her understand my point? Mm. <laughs> I Just exchanging looks, I think we're on the same team here, but... Um, I'll let you. No, you're the guest. I feel like you had some. You like. Really no, I'm just. To get I it got out. a shit grin on okay. my face. I'm just like. Okay. This is like. It's just. It's a little upsetting to me. Okay, I'll start. Oh, a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. I've got thoughts. Let's hear. So, I feel like he. That was lame. I don't know how else to say that more eloquently. That was a lame move. That was whack. And gender roles aside, I just don't think that was cool. I'm picturing myself in that situation with like a girlfriend and I would never just dip out after they called my friend, girlfriend, whoever they are, a bitch and then be like, see see you later and then go into the car. And first of all, if 30 minutes go by, I'd be like, is she okay? Like, Did he attack her? What about five minutes? Has she been restrained? uh, yeah. What about getting like five <laughs> steps outside the store and realizing she's not next to you? Exactly. Right? Like I understand going, maybe taking a breather, a little smoke break, two minutes, five minutes, whatever you need. And then being like, okay, I've reset my state. Let me go back in there now that I've cooled off. Maybe they cooled off. 30 minutes, sir. You need to go do a wellness check, one. And then two, <laughs> that's just, that to me, I would feel if I were the girlfriend in the situation, I would feel offended and I would feel like honestly you left me out there high and dry to fend for myself when I'm you know like someone just called me a bitch it's disrespectful yeah yeah there shouldn't even need to be a wellness check right yeah like you shouldn't ever be in a position where you leave someone Mm -hmm. in that situation like I could I could never leave you in that situation. 30 minutes later. And he's like, like, you don't know what's going to happen. You know what people are going to do. So I got myself out of there. Exactly. So who do you care about? Yeah. So you, yeah, you literally left her there when you're scared about other people. And he, he just cut you in line with two carts full of shit, cut you and everyone else behind you. And then called your girlfriend a bitch. This guy's playing a bad game. It's the, yeah, that like, you don't, the idea is you don't know who you're going to jump in line in front of sometimes like yeah oh the other guy just to be that bold to even he's a the car jumper you know he's got a nut loose super disrespectful super out of pocket i think it was it was the bitch for me it was the name calling for me what are you gonna do about it bitch i wouldn't even believe it i would just be standing there like yeah and i'm a I'm a very much pick your battles type of person. So if I were in that situation, I honestly don't know what I would do, Mm -hmm. but I would be very disappointed if my boyfriend just left. I think this is breakup worthy for me. It's very take a step back and look at how you handle confrontation. Well, this is like a real deal situation. Totally. This is like called a test. It's not even a test, but I guess it, it's a predictor. It it reveals a lot more than just, Oh, we got cut in line in the, in the, Costco line yeah but yeah 
I just think like, and it's like you were, he was trying to avoid confrontation. You didn't necessarily have to fight that guy. You could have just like held your girlfriend's hand and be like, hey, you know what? He's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Let's chill. Let's go pick another line. Mm -hmm. But to leave someone in that situation is so, so bad. Yeah. You can even go, you can even pull a Karen and be like, I'm going to go find a manager. I'm going to find a manager. I'm going to find a manager. I feel harassed by this customer. Yeah. This customer has made me feel unsafe. Oh, and, and he verbally for sure, harassed me. He for sure would have. Oh my God, where did I do this? It was me. I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? And I was going to ask you, can you name a time when I fought someone in public? No, but I, like, I remember <laughs> something in line though. What? Tell it. <laughs> like in Target. I, okay. I want to hear Target because I have a different one in my head. Okay, yeah. I think I fight people. <laughs> um, well, no, yeah, maybe. I don't. I, I don't think you fight people. I think you don't stand up for straight up bullshit. I like speak this, up for injustice. Well, this is like straight up bullshit. Wait, this is she, the most rude you could be. She doesn't stand up for bullshit. I don't stand for bullshit. Yeah, she like go. won't. Okay. Did I do that again? I don't know what you did. I don't remember. Something didn't connect there. Oh god! You're like she doesn't. COVID, she COVID's doesn't stand cool. up for bullshit. COVID hurt Justin's brain. I say oh. sayings like backwards now, so I like look at Morgan. And it's He's like, like me. Yeah. But, Both of you are hilarious. You you and your sayings, you can't get them right. I can't. Today, you told somebody to get their, um, what it, you said, you told somebody that you're on the phone with just now to get their eggs in a row. It's ducks. Oh, God. Why, why are we getting our eggs in a row? <laughs> and it wasn't even for the show. I know. I was like, do I call her out or do get your eggs in a row? I kind of like the eggs, though, because they do go in a row. But ducks, you know, when they cross streets. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. But yes, you do, so not, Target? you do not tolerate bullshit. What was Target? Straight up. Target was at the beginning of COVID and um, people were getting too close in line and you would turn around and say, can you take a step back? I was the COVID police. Wow. Can you not be so close? <laughs> I was the COVID police. Did you I was, whip out your like ruling, measuring no, thing? But they were like breathing on me and like yeah. I was, I was very scared of COVID. Like, it was at that time where very, it was like, it, we didn't know what legend, was going on. Yeah. Like right at the beginning. But So the time I was thinking of was recently at Coachella where we were in line for this bar and like the lines there were so long just to get a drink at the music festival. And so I think I had lost my phone. I had just gotten not lost. I was pickpocketed. Mm -hmm. And so I had just gotten my phone pickpocketed and I was not in a mood. And we're waiting in line for forever and we're next up. And right as we're about to be next, this girl comes in and cuts with her and two guys. You remember this? And then the one guy behind me was like, hey, the line's back there. And she just kind of looked and smiled and then looked back around. And I was going to let it go until I heard her order like eight drinks. Oh, oh, I do remember this. And I literally go to the bartender. I go, I go, are you serious? You're going to cut and then order eight drinks? And I look at the bartender. I go, she literally just cut all of us. Dang. And like, she's like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, yes, you did. And the bartender goes, what can I get you? And I'm like, to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, thank yeah. you. That was, love when that justice is, is served. That's actually pretty reminiscent of the story. Oh, like yeah. there wasn't the direct like, fuck you kind of thing. But yeah, you, that's exactly how you would have handled this I was too. scared after though, that they were going to find me and fight me. Oh, I was scared. I thought they were going to come pour drinks on you. But then again, when you spend that much on drinks at Coachella, who's going to pour those out? I was out? scared. Oh yeah. I wouldn't waste I just get resource. so like <laughs> spunky in the moment. And then after I'm like, hmm. you don't take this the wrong way. You're like the big bark little bite. Yeah. Like you'll verbally maybe go for it. But if someone had to like tussle, I think I would still deck them though. Mm -hmm. Would you? I don't want to, but I would. If they I came at me, that. I would fucking take their knees out. 
I'd love to see that. I think day. I'm going to go to Taekwondo with Justin. We're just going to be able to level people. Do it. Not self defense. Self defense. Yeah. Only. Cut, cut us in line at Costco. Just whip see out, what happens. Whip out some jujitsu. Morgan does like a three sixty <laughs> kick. A round kick. A round <laughs> kick. No, I want to do the the crane move from uh, Mr. Miyagi. You're doing uh, the club kick. dance right now. This is my club dance. Yeah. And you like trick them with a club dance into a kick. Yeah. So yes. you like hop on one leg and then like with the other. It's, it's a cool move. There you go. Top comment on this one though. Yeah, you made a really bad decision and she's right. You abandoned her. It's okay if you didn't want to escalate the situation, but you left her in the situation. That is what makes it cowardly. You need to apologize to her, acknowledge you fucked up, and if anything like that happens again, don't turn your back on her. At the very least, leave with her. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I don't think there's anything else to say about it. Like, no, we're all we are all siding with the girlfriend in this. Yeah, situation. I think that's fair. This one is this next one is from true off my chest. So I recently did a bonus episode on our Patreon. That's entirely this theme true off my chest. And while I was looking, I found this story. OK, my husband has a second family. The ultimate cliche has happened in my life, and I'm absolutely broken. My husband, my rock, has been having an affair for over 17 years. We've been married for over 25 years. We have three beautiful children, two in college, and one who still lives at home. But, turns out, he's had another set this whole time. My husband is an insurance broker, and he has multiple branches over the country, which he spends weeks on, weeks off. Turns out, on his week off, he's been with his other family in Albuquerque, where his other branch is. He's got a fiancé, whom he has two kids with, both in their early teens. I found out when I went to make a new Facebook account, and when I searched my husband's first name, another profile with another last name popped up, and through that profile were the links to his fiancé and his other kids' Facebook. My husband is currently with said family, and I know it's him because his most recent post is a photo of him and that other family eating dinner. Among those photos were photos of him kissing the girl and him being fatherly with the kids who look nearly identical to my husband. I am already broken. Almost every part of me wants to scream in his face and reprimand him for ruining my life. But another part of me wants to pretend to be ignorant and let it be because our life is peaceful He's good with our kids. He's the main source of financial income. He's loving, but he's also all those things to another family. Not only would I be tearing a gaping hole in my family, I'd be opening a vortex for them too. My heart is in shambles. I've never cried so much in my life. My youngest son is currently on a graduation trip with friends, and I'm alone till my lying, cheating, bastard husband comes home. My life is absolutely wrecked. It's literally a movie plot. I'm hoping he'll just come home and it'll be a big misunderstanding why he's kissing a woman with a ring on her finger. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm tempted to pack a bag and just leave. I can't be in the home where we've raised our kids, where we've spent every Christmas for the last 26 years, and where I've been alone on New Year's, taking care of our babies while he works his ass off. I just can't. I want to leave a note for him to come home to, hurt him like he's hurt me, but I don't think that's possible. I don't know how I'll ever face him again. 
Oh my gosh. I can't imagine being in that situation and having the, just the power over your emotions to say, like, I wish I could just put it and like have him come back. Like you're, you instantly start putting others in front of you. Yeah. When I think when you learn something like this, wouldn't you naturally just be like instantly? I don't know how she has such restraint. Right. Um, I can't get past the part where she's like, I want to look the other way. Mm -hmm. That part, I just yeah. couldn't. After that, everything kind of became moot to me for some reason because I was like, the fact that she's even considering that is very it's so sad. selfless though. It, so that's where I was going with this is like, I feel like this is fully her being a mother and thinking that this is what she needs to do for her family yeah. and her children. It's just at what... <sighs> Like, what's the threshold? Yes, what's the threshold? It's so hard that? to speak on it because obviously we can say we would do this, this, and that. But when you're in that position, it's so different, and what she's feeling is probably unimaginable. It's ah, oh, that's so tough. And honestly, it's 2022. How are people like getting away with this anymore? I don't know. How, you gotta you, be. It's it's sad, but you have to be smart to pull it off yeah but he's this also man got is the out here perfect setup how he has the perfect setup with his business where he's one week on at this place and then i got to travel to this other branch and take care of things it's like the perfect excuse on both sides where it checks out that's one thing but when you are consistently switching like you're literally changing worlds yeah you're right? like code switching almost between and your family yes. to not slip God. you have to literally flip your mind yes. into this world's mode he has and to like just get fully, in the character yeah but you're not a character like nobody is because <laughs> I, right but oh, yeah, playing both of these Jekyll people and Hyde. you just can't mix like you can't say oh how was soccer and then you're like you play polo that's right yeah so it's just like you it's unfortunate that it, you have to have some I feel, like yeah. he's got to be smart on some level well we don't know like I don't know how, what's her age uh, no age was mentioned okay but they were married 25 years they've been married for 25 years so you assume we assume 50. she's in her 50s maybe 40s yeah. 50s I, there could be slips but it's when you're not even thinking like that also it may just be going over her head. Like yeah. she could have been slipping up for a while and now she's maybe reflecting and going, that's right. He kept yeah. getting this wrong. He kept getting these dates wrong. He yeah. kept getting the name wrong. He kept, you know, and Or he literally picked the same anniversary when he proposed for the other one, like the same. Like yeah. he can't get married to this other woman because he's already married. But if he's or using maybe like a week apart. A fake a fake wedding. I'm sorry. Because how would you be with both? How deranged and like that's a lot of work i don't even want to entertain like dating right now like i couldn't imagine dating multiple people as it stands as a 28 year old like with no dependence yeah i cannot imagine being 40 50 however old he is and just choosing to entertain two different lives right it's a lot of work cater to two different personalities two different women especially this long 17 yeah. years he's had this affair he it's like is he a mad is he mad i don't understand you gotta have some you you've gotta got have some to little be. craziness you've to you got to how who chooses that well because you gotta think okay let's say the f how did we get here right okay maybe it started with an affair while you're away on work mm -hmm. But the difference is, yes, I can get like, oh, we like I we accidentally had got pregnant and had a kid. Right. The difference is you have two kids. So this is and very engaged. Yeah. It's not like one lie. 
you know, snowball effect into this yeah. crazy outcome. This is very deliberate. It's intentional. He put a ring on it. Uh-oh. There's an update. There's an update now. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I just, I knew we needed more. I, I left off when I saved this at just that. I don't know how I'll ever face him again. So straight away. Get into it. You don't want the top comment first? No, no, no. Okay. Um, does the top comment come before or after that update? I don't know because I don't know what that okay. says. Just give us the update. Okay. Yeah, better to not spoil anything. Yeah. This is a follow-up. Firstly, thank you so much for the advice. I'm not in any means good with legal things, so all legal advice has been noted. I've rung an attorney. We are discussing the process. He's also told me to gather as much evidence as I could, such as photos of the Facebook pages, text messages, and recent flight info. All has been put into a folder, and I'll present it to a judge or jury when we go into some sort of divorce proceedings. Again, not fully clear with specifics, but it's a good sign. I've also been in contact with the other woman. I've told her, explain the situation, and she was equally as distraught. From what I'm aware, she's financially independent from him, and they don't share property, so it seems very clean-cut on her behalf. My husband is aware of the fact I know and is currently staying in a hotel, but he is unaware the other woman knows. I confronted him when he walked through the door. He started to cry and plead, and it was honestly kind of pathetic. I mean, I was crying too, but I've chosen to think of him as a pathetic coward for doing this, because he is. But anyways, I have my name on the property. We both do, so it's not like I can just kick him out, but he's chosen to stay away for my sake. All I am thinking is if he choose to stay away for my sake, maybe being faithful for my sake should have been considered too. Despite this, he's staying away. He's in a hotel downtown where he calls every few hours to check up. I'm no longer sad. Well, I am, but I'm way more furious than sad currently. My kids still have no idea. And my youngest thinks my husband is just working more in Albuquerque, Albuquerque because of business. I'm still confused at how to tell them they have two half-siblings and two parents, one with an extra backup parent. I'm just feeling very, very unappreciated and unwanted lately, but your kind words have been so helpful. Thank you guys so much. Much love. Hmm. I'm so glad she told the other woman. For sure. And she's going the divorce route, which is good, or at least it sounds that way. Yeah, because I mean, she kind of went from... yeah. I don't want to rip a vortex in their life too. And like, I have read other stories um, where there was a woman who it's, oh God, it's so hard when you record episodes ahead of time and then they come up before the other ones. But mm-hmm. there's a story where someone was like, they knew their husband was actively cheating on them and they were content with it. They live a secure life. Mm. They want for nothing. They love their husband. Sex is great. He gets tested regularly. What? All how, is good. How do you know? How do they know? That's That was the story. Does he like send it in like a, like a weekly homework assignment, like STD check. I don't know, but they have it worked out where it works for them. So it's like an arrangement. Yeah. But like he doesn't, she's, she confronted him once, but hasn't since. She just knows he does it because every time he goes on a trip, he'll like bring her presents. What? It's, it comes out soon. (laughs) It comes out soon, but it's presents. Yeah. Um, I'm traumatized now. Next person I date, they're going to bring me gifts. and I'm going to be like, What'd you what do? Is that, how does that correlate? What the hell? Oh, did just because it's like over the top. Yeah. Oh, like over the top gifts. Yeah. So, man. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like everything's gonna work out, but like, I think that's what's so scary about being a woman in a hetero relationship, 
like you obviously like if I cheated on you and got pregnant, you would know I couldn't hide it. But I don't like, think we could even hide cheating really because we're it's not like either of us have that work trip thing or i need to work late tonight or oh, whatever it's no, like justin oof it's easy to do these days you wouldn't believe the things people i'm I getting guess. a massage mm. bye my phone quick i'm going you're to record my phone's on do not disturb you're literally in music you go on a tour there's your ample opportunity <laughs> we both punched justin well, <laughs> did we both punched you <laughs> I, but like in our current no. frame of reference no, right now and it's like i go to the studio and then come back here and work and like just trust me little gym sesh went a little long i'm not trying I to put, i'm not trying to put ideas way. in your head right now i'm not no, no but I, and i understand what you're saying but trust me when i tell you when there's a will there's a way yes people sounds like you know too well what's happening yeah what i've talked about my cheating uh, yeah. experiences on the early it. yeah we've both been through oh it. i've seen it all you what I've been cheated on in every single Oh, no, past. I thought you said you did. No. I'm like, that changed. No, I no. said we've been through it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about, like, I was over here crafting away these, like... No, no, yeah. no, no. I meant, like, I've been on... I've been wronged. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah. I guess... I Someone mean, hurt me, as you can tell. Right, <laughs> it's right. Well, through all these stories, it shouldn't Who be surprising. You? Yeah. But I, I guess what I'm saying is people can get very creative. It, also, I don't want to blame her at all because she's obviously being wronged yeah but we don't know how head in the cloud she's been like maybe she's not really the most aware or the you know we just don't know how present she is on the day-to-day sure. to where she's like really tracking everything he does maybe she just and she hasn't had a reason and she shouldn't she have to she shouldn't no, have to no and she's had no inkling like right. they've been married for 25 years and the affair was 17 years so maybe he did start off the other branch as truly week on week off right and then mm -hmm. after years in that right. city being week on week off right. he got lonely and he found how easy it was to have a partner there right. and then it just it just kept going further and further and further and not excusing his actions by any means because i think it's beyond maddening it's disgusting repulsive repugnant Absolutely. everything you want to throw at it but i mean it's just crazy what people can get away with right i mean i think when you can have full trust i think that is the beautiful part of a great relationship is you can be so like not on the lookout yeah you can be so just comfortable and happy in your life oh my gosh so absolutely. i guess and what also is interesting about this is when you get the closer you get to someone i guess the the more you would know how to hide something from them absolutely because you know their weak points and you know what they think about what they don't you know what yeah, but then the flip side of that is they also know you better than anyone else. So they'll know if one little detail's right. off. Right. God, it's just. But you have to be a little twisted to balance this for so for many sure. years. You know, you have to be. Dude, the anxiety you have to I have. I personally would. I, he's probably taking years off his life. Just the anxiety. Oh, yeah. Of like code switching between yeah. these families. I don't know if that's the right term, but just living this actual double life. It has to be exhausting. There is yeah. no way you do that just seamlessly. Think of all the excuses, like yeah. unplanned excuses, like yeah. a, like an emergency. I need you to get here right now tonight. Yeah. What are you going to tell the other family? Also, what about like nightly calls? Like if Bingo. my husband was even working week off, week on, like I would be like, okay, we're not talking for the whole week. Like, right. what do you mean? Like, don't yeah. you want to check in and see how little Timmy's soccer game was? Like, right. I how how did he did he's he, so good it's or it's, or these yeah I don't know I honestly but I think it's kind of one of those things where he's he's so good and I will give him like 
like I think about how many names my mom's called me that aren't mine. Like it's an easy thing to be like, hey, uh, John, uh, Justin, ah, like, oh, yeah. what's the boy's name? <laughs> it's so easy to like, m- like brush off quick slips like that. I don't know. If my dad called me anything other than Alejandra, I would be like, I'm sorry, what? Is this right. just me? My mom calls me so many of the wrong names. No, my mom only calls me like my sister's name or like one of her sisters. Like it's always a family member. Oh yeah, or the She'll dog. Like, Son- yeah, Tatiana, like, me- yeah. You ever been called the dog's name? Yeah. Yeah, me too. But not like a random Rachel. I mean, right. who the hell is Rachel? <laughs> right. What? No. Yeah, that I would guess. sound off so many alarms. Yeah. You have another family. Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> no. What if he named his kids the same names? Maybe. I need to know more. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay, one last kind of marriagey crazy one. God, this is giving me anxiety. I literally already have such a little faith in monogamy. <laughs> like this is just But no. you're bulletproof to this right now. Like yeah. you're chilling. Yeah, yeah, you're single, you're dating, you right? No, I'm not dating because of stories like this. This scares <laughs> me. This ain't gonna make it better. Okay, well, let's hear it. My 46 female husband, 47 male, is demanding a post nup. Mm. For those that don't know, post-nuptial agreements are those that are come to signed after you've already been married. Similar mm. to a prenup, but post-nup. But post. Never knew. My husband and I have been together for 15 years and married for eight. We have a six-year-old daughter together. Before getting married, my husband was first a nurse, but he was unhappy in that field. He ended up quitting his job and doing two years of working a lot short-lived odd jobs before deciding to go to vet school. This was done against all advice from others because of the expense involved. His parents refused to pay. So I ended up co-signing the loan and working to support us both. He got out of school nine years ago. We married when he was struggling to find a position at a place that paid the average rate for a vet. We moved so he could get a position he was happy with. Since then, he has first earned a high salary and then was liked enough by patrons that he ended up opening up a clinic of his own. Now, he has two locations with employees that work under him. He also has parlayed his previous experience in nursing and business to consult on the side for businesses such as nursing homes, hospice, substance abuse treatment facilities. We had a bump in the third year of marriage because he didn't want me to work anymore. He made me feel like my salary no longer meant anything. I ended up quitting because of my mom guilt. I'm currently looking at online college options since I only have an associate degree. Recently, he's been very distant. I just have that intuitive pit in my stomach when he would travel for a consulting project and not answer my text or call me when promised, or him sounded like he was whispering when he did call me. There's an intern he hired two years ago whose mother was bold enough to come up to me at a party and say that my husband really adores her daughter and she has hearts in her eyes with him. I keep thinking, no way, because she is 25 years his junior and has a boyfriend, but she treats me with open disrespect and my husband doesn't care that I'm hurt by it. He's always on his phone, ignoring me when I speak. The intern was out of the picture for a while, but now I saw her name pop up on his phone several times. At an event, my husband pushed past our daughter to speak to her. I don't think I'm a jealous person normally. I don't begrudge my husband finding other women attractive, 
even if he doesn't hide it from me. But I want warmth from my husband, and I don't want him to act on these feelings of attraction to other women. We had a fight about me refusing to get a tummy tuck. And then he caught me looking at credit card statements and flipped out leaving the house. He came back calmer and said that he's sorry if he's intense. Most people in his field are. He also said that a lot of the business world he's a part of is something I'll never understand. He said he has employees to think about and asked me to sign a post-nup. He said that it shouldn't be a big deal if it wasn't if I wasn't with him for the money. I was shocked and asked him how long he's had this on his mind. He said that it's been on it for a while, but he got pretty angry when our daughter recently blurted out that she will help animals like dad. He says that he believes I'm teaching our daughter to be entitled and thinking that she'll inherit any of his business or that I was passing on this attitude by trying to subtly meddle in his business. I asked what the terms of the post-nup were and he showed me a draft. It says that I will get $10,000 a year for every year we are married to be paid out in yearly installments for the length of our marriage. I could also keep any gifts he bought me during the marriage. I would refinance to buy him out of our heavily mortgaged property, which I won't be able to afford to keep as a result. In addition, the $10,000 a year would be lowered if he ended up having other dependents with a certain amount for each dependent he ended up gaining. I would forfeit any claim to his vet clinics or other side income. I was in shock. I asked rather dryly if he couldn't put in a compensation for the amount of debt that I took on and paid a huge part in paying off for him to get his education. I also asked if there could be a mutual infidelity or abandonment clause. He flipped out and said that infidelity clauses annoy judges because then everybody will be hiding in the bushes to spy on their partners. He said that if I loved him for him, then I'd sign it and understand why I needed to. But if I didn't, then I'm not the same woman he married. What do I do? He always seems to have legal counsel around him advising him on how to come out on top. And this document essentially gives me less a year than his business can earn in a week. I'm so angry. I couldn't, like, I was, like, clenching my fist. I know. You, like, are mad Arthur. I'm so I'm Arthur fisting over here. Everything, <sighs> it just kept, I didn't think it could get worse. It was, And then yeah. somehow he would just make it worse. This man is so deranged and manipulative. I understand we're only hearing her side, of course. I don't know how you could manipulate what the facts of that post-nup are, though. What do you mean? Like her stating like oh, oh, 10,000 yeah. a year, like that, right. I, she could be lying about the the intern right. and all this other no. shit. But even if there wasn't a sketchy intern yeah. and it was just sketchy. this post-nup. Uh, first of all, $10,000 a year. I'm sorry. In this economy? Second of all, I I just, I don't even know where to start. Justin, can you? I'm too mad. <laughs> I'm like seeing right. Okay, good. So I'm not sensitive on this no, one. No, okay, are good. you kidding me? I'm pretty chill with this kind of stuff because I feel like I've seen it all. I'm a child of right. divorce, lots of divorce in my family. Luckily, yeah. it wasn't on the premise of infidelity or anything like that, but I'm no stranger to these terms. The audacity <laughs> that this man has. Um, not even allowing an infidelity clause also, and then all of a sudden he turned into a lawyer and he was like, they, they annoy judges. Oh, because you're a lawyer? No, 
Infidelity clauses are standard in prenups and postnups. Yeah. And the minute that someone has breached that infidelity clause, yeah. that whole prenup is null and void. Yeah. It that's is not, a tear That's it up. not unusual. That's not unusual it, at all. This man, he really said, I'm actually also a lawyer and this, this really annoys judges. I would know. Like, <laughs> what? This was Gaslight 101. The yeah. thing, the thing that has me, my spidey senses tingling was when he said, the dependents. Oh. In addition to 10,000 a year, it would be lowered if he ha- if he ended up having other dependents with a certain amount for each dependent. Basically saying if he has other kids, mm. you're getting none of my money. Mm-hmm. There's a baby on the way. So sick of There me. is a baby on the way already. Oh my God. I wouldn't be surprised if that intern's little girl is his. I hated that intern situation. First of all, can these men get creative? It's always the intern. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> Please get more that creative is, in your cheating. Yeah, stop. Don't cheat. But if you're going to cheat, get creative because I'm tired <laughs> of that plot. It is so overdone. We need some new material here, we guys. We need something new. Spice it up, men. Okay. Let's hear, <laughs> let's hear from the man. Take it away. I have two things. Okay. First one, it amazes me how people can get to positions of success and not realize how they got there. She because paid for his she, school. She is literally the direct reason he is where he is. Yeah. To the point where he told her to stop working. Forced her. That part Guilt really in a, that part In a way me. almost to guilt, not to, well, in a way almost to say, thank you. It was, it was for me, him making that action is, is, going to perceive be perceived by her as like you got me here Mm. your time should have been right but i don't think it was i don't think i know but i'm saying in a manipulative manipulative way yeah that is kind of how it's coming across maybe to her or how he thinks she'll see it potentially stick a pin in that stick a pin in that regardless um I don't know. I lost it. No, I want want you to finish your thought. I just didn't want to cut you off. No, you got it. Two. That doesn't help. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) can I say? Two. Okay, well, let's let it come back to you. So with you saying that, though, one, they both started from the bottom. She had an associate's degree. He was a nurse, went back to school. They're starting from ground zero together. Mm -hmm. They didn't have assets, so they didn't have a prenup. They're on equal grounds. So her taking out half of the loan for his student debt, which therefore put him in a position to become a vet, to open up these practices, her staying home to raise their kid, which yeah. was was guilted. I think like she felt that- um, He made her feel that her income was insignificant. Exactly. That's why I don't necessarily think that he did it in a way where she perceived it as a thank you Yeah, because she explicitly says that he made her feel like her income was no longer significant. That felt like a power move like, to stay be home, like, sweetie. I'm, I run, I run everything. Yeah. I, I got own this. this. Yeah. I, whatever. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> post nap, no, do not sign. Cause either way he's going to divorce you and you'll get more if you divorce. You, she owns half. Yeah, half of everything is hers. And I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not. But like, they built it from the ground up together. Mm-hmm. And if you went to court and said, "I took out the loan to finance his education," mm-hmm. oh I yeah, then, she is rock solid case. Like, it's and he knows be. it, and that's why he's going for all yeah, this. Yeah, that's the only reason he's pushing this post up because yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she signs it 
and he drops a divorce bomb a week later. Yeah. Absolutely. Which it's hit. like he's like even that it's like a prenup in to a divorce almost. Like it's like a <laughs> He's priming it. Right. And I think even then he's going to have a hard time. But regardless, uh I think the scariest thing I previously have said my biggest fear would be Morgan having a conversation and being just like I am just not feeling anything anymore. Mm -hmm. Like basically falling out of love. Yeah. I think equally as scary is Morgan just all of a sudden being someone I completely just like different than I ever knew. Yeah. Just not like you're just not even the person I ever thought the person I thought I knew the best. Yeah. And you're just totally different. Money changes people. Money and Ugh. success and more money, more problems. Yeah. This is a prime example. I mean, he just let the money and the prestige. Now he's like this renowned vet with all these other, you know, incomes and locations. And he just let that get to his head and he completely forgot where he came from. He completely forgot of who was there for him and helped him elevate to that place. Yeah. Like you just said, he somehow got amnesia and forgot that his wife was down there in the trenches with him fighting to make sure that he's successful and to be where he is today. Somehow he just can disregard that or completely forgot and disassociated from it. And it's disgusting behavior for, and if you fall out of love with this person and you want to get divorced, fine, but do it right. with some class. Like mm -hmm. don't set the stage to, this is quite literally setting her up for failure. Yeah. He is essentially leaving her out high and dry, knowing damn well this woman doesn't have the right education to get her a high paying job at this point in her life. She said she can't even really afford the mortgage. It's very expensive. Well, and he's already, they've refinanced the mortgage. Right. So basically they took out a secondary loan on their house to pull money from that asset. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he used that for what? A second vet clinic? Yeah. Which therefore he then reaps the benefits of all and she's left with the mortgage on a home. Where, she has such a good case though. But yes, and I, and I, I, I hope like, the comments, the top comment is get yourself a lawyer. Yeah, I, I was just going to say lawyer up, please. You have been together long enough and shared finances throughout school and created his business. No, no lawyer is going to let you agree to this. But imagine a woman not in her position. Imagine a woman that didn't reach out to Reddit or a man or anyone mm -hmm. in, you know, this similar position. Like he is being so manipulative. If you love me, if you're the woman I married, if you're with me for the right reasons and not money, you'll do this. I'm sorry, what? I... Literally, when we were together, you were not rich. Like when they started out together, like you said, they came, they were at the bottom together. Ground zero. Yeah. yeah. Can someone explain to me why he's also trying to fight his six-year-old? When did he fight his six-year-old? Um, so she asked him like how long he's had this on his mind. He said that's been a while, but he got pretty angry when our daughter recently blurted out that she will help animals like dad. He oh. says that he believes I'm teaching our daughter to be entitled and thinking she'll inherit any of his business. What? It's because he's seeing everything through the same lens right now. He's just seeing like- it's Her like, as an enemy too? It's like a rabid dog that's protecting a bone. Yeah. True. That's it's a good just analogy. Like, I don't understand how people become so nasty. Because there's something larger at stake for him. And that might be another family, another woman. <sighs> right. There's got to be There's something. something else that is clouding his ability to see- the value of his family. Yeah. Or he's on some crazy drugs. Yeah. Or this man is, <sighs> yeah. He sounds. How do you just become so terrible? He sounds like a sociopath. I mean, I hate to just label somebody. And I know that that term gets thrown around a lot, but he truly sounds like the embodiment of somebody who completely lacks empathy 
and, you know, just can't even have compassion. It's one thing. Right? Like zero. Zero compassion for his family and his wife. It's like a serial killer. Truly. And also, it is in a sense. Gloss over the tummy tuck situation. Oh, I forgot. It's all, it all goes hand in hand. It's all bad. It's literally all bad. Yeah. To like pressure someone into getting a tummy tuck. Are we surprised though, knowing the rest of the story? Like, it just adds, it's just no fuel on the fire. But honestly, kind of, yeah. Because the reason that kind of surprises me is everything about this story has led to the, we all have kind of guessed this man is, he's gearing up to divorce you. He's building his case. Yeah. He's getting ready to leave you. So why would he put pressure on her to get a medical procedure, like a an alteration to her appearance if he doesn't really want to invest in her anymore? I'm just curious what the timeline yeah. is. Yeah. I was just going to say, I wonder how long ago that was. That's true. Um, if OP's kind of like really laying it all out because the intern stuff like started years ago and like, I don't know why an intern is calling him anyways. It's just, this is done. Like this is done. Midlife. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like the next comment after that one um, is this. Just to be clear by, quote, get yourself a lawyer, we mean a good divorce lawyer. Yeah. We don't mean she should even consider this post-nup. He's obviously trying to create a firewall for when he dumps OP. Bingo. And then next comment, there are some elements in this story that could point to narcissistic behavior. OP is potentially unaware of that. Him being a nurse, not liking that, changing jobs a lot of times. Everything is not good enough until he finally has his own clinic. Him using others his then girlfriend's money to get ahead, him feeling entitled to more than what usual people would find just, him weaseling arguments with absurd claims. There could be quite some stuff that OP isn't telling because she hasn't even realized. I hope OP manages to to divorce without being fucked over too much and manages to keep the warmth in her life that she seeks. Yeah. And then someone else, there was one that I saw where someone... Like this is one comment from someone I wish I should. Is there anything behind my computer? Okay. This is one comment from someone. So this is the start of it. Oh yeah. You see the bold? Just Uh, wait. They broke down point by point. His behavior? Everything OP said. Like that's how long it is. Wow. Um, So I'll be sure to put the link on the YouTube. If I don't, remind me. I'll post it. I forget a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know what I would do? Put it. I would say here. I signed it. Put it in the little like folder thing, and then it's divorce papers that you've already signed. Yeah, half of everything, bitch. Because then it's like he's like, oh my god, like yeah. I got it, I got it. And then <laughs> he opens it up. Yeah. Oh, he is. He. You know who he reminds me of? I don't know why. Like Count Olaf. Did you guys ever read those books? Not really. What no. a series of unfortunate events. No, I watched the the show that on Netflix a little bit. Doesn't though. even compare. No, okay. doesn't even Count compare. Olaf. Okay. Those books were my jam. Count Olaf was so greedy. He... Count Olaf. <laughs> You're still mad. <laughs> I'm still mad. I'm just yeah. this person has. Uh, I don't know. No words. Someone else goes to the elephant in the room is that it's a post nut. Post nuts don't really exist. They're That's not. That's what a thing. I was gonna say. Yeah, post nuts. They do. They're they're they a do. real thing. They're yeah. real. But like. <laughs> Also, why would you sign it? Under what circumstance? Is just, it ever, does it make actual actual sense so for both parties? The only, I've only come across a few actual people that I know who have considered and entertained the idea. Not that many, but this is just, these are my personal data points. Mm-hmm. And they've all res- 
revolved around the theme of infidelity. Somebody was cheating. And then they're basically mm. like, whoa, 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 you're not the person I thought you were. And typically one person is out. Like there's a lot of money online. That's where Got I've it. seen it be relevant. So again, I'm sure there's a lot of other reasons why people consider these. Perhaps somebody inherits a lot of wealth and all of a sudden the playing field isn't the same that it was and mm-hmm. you have to protect what's yours. Sure. You know, but at the same time, I don't know. We could go down the rabbit hole, but it signals something to me. It's the yeah. signaling behind it. Well, so like one of the things is like postnups. I'm like, I Googled postnups are mostly about money and protecting assets in the case of divorce and postnups may be written when a couple is in crisis mm-hmm. or concerned about the state of their union. And so example one, mm. one or both of you are wealthy. So it's to make sure that each spouse exits the union whole. So if you do have a shit ton of money and you just want a clean divorce, you can have a postnup agreement that literally says we will split everything 50-50 or I will come away with what I had they will come away with what they had. So if you didn't do the prenup to protect stuff that you had, like you could say, hey, I just want to keep my family's house if things ever go south. Can we sign a postnup? Isn't that just like a divorce agreement or is it always? No, it's kind of like, do you you know when you go to Apple and they offer you like Apple care and you have 14 days to think about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you don't, you're like, now I'm good, right? But then a month later, your AirPods start acting a little weird. And you're like, hmm, Apple care is sounding really nice right about now because you're starting to kind of, your faith is a little rocky in your product. Yeah. Yeah. So- that's why it's like, yeah, there's tons of reasons why people might consider one, but why didn't you think of that before the fact? Right. That's what yeah. I mean. How is it different than just like a, a regular divorce Because it's not a divorce. Proceeding? It's, it's not, not a divorce. divorce. It can withstand the rest of your marriage, whether that's 10 yeah. years, 15, 20. Oh. So number four on the example list. But wouldn't list, a divorce negate it regardless? No, all it's saying is we didn't get this agreement pre-wedding. Huh. Okay. It's the same agreement as a prenup. It's just post the marriage. Yeah. So point number four, you hated the idea of a prenup, but now you want one. Exactly. So a divorce proceeding would follow the post-nuptial agreement in the Mm -hmm. same way that a prenup is followed. It's a guideline for how to proceed through your divorce. Right. It's just a timing element. That's really the major difference. Yeah. Because you still agree, you still have to come to agreements on all of that kind of stuff when you get a divorce. You still yeah. have to divide assets. Yeah. Yeah. So what is this changing about that? She gives up everything. I understand in this manipulative weird case, I'm saying as a couple that goes into it and mute does it for mutual benefit. Yeah. So it's, how would it differ? What what's going to change between the time you sign that and a divorce? You know what I mean? It's a game plan for the divorce. Yeah. It's not if like and when it happens. Typically like you don't do postnuptials in times where like it's like this guy where he's clearly got a hidden sneaky agenda in his back pocket you do this as like a um or like the other example on number like point number five was like someone got a big inheritance which inheritance is already separated it's that's tricky and it's of itself but it's just a guideline it's like hey you know your business is doing really well and i want you to keep all your music i would never take that from you so let's have another agreement a post up Mm -hmm. where your park wild and your music Mm -hmm. is yours i would never want to interfere with that so if you didn't, why wouldn't you just go through that in the divorce? Because <laughs> people get it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. It's It's security. Because it. people get crazy and emotions come out and emotions are heightened and people don't see straight. So, so to it's, do it, do yeah. it while you're like, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm sure there's examples of real life people who have had po- post-nup agreements that were just really civil and really thoughtful and they never had to use it kind of like an insurance policy. And they were well thought out and like Morgan yeah. just said, well-intentioned. But right. I think that those are probably the minority yeah. in comparison to the ones of crisis. Well, I'm just thinking like with 
like special properties or something, you could have gotten married and be like, oh, oh, I guess we could have done this pre, but right, you know, let's just agree that like you keep your this stuff from your family, I'll keep this, and like that's, just in case. That's exactly how they should be used. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the proper way. Yeah, they're weaponized. Such as a prenup, the same logic. Yeah, yeah. I'm shook by this one. Yeah. I, I really, I like. There's no comments from OP. Um, I put an alert for if they post again, but, um, I mean, it's very similar to the, having the other family one. It's like, to put the most simply, you just literally are now with someone that you completely do not know. And the whole situation world you thought you were living in is not real. And so honestly, this one is ickier to me than the other one. I don't know. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why. And people out there might be like absolutely just up in arms that I just said that. But I, I don't know why this one seems malicious, conniving, conniving. It seems diabolical. The other one's still so messed up, as I just said. But he wasn't trying to hurt either one. Yeah. Like intentionally. Intentionally. It was it was bound to happen. But he wasn't going out of his way to cut at his partner, manipulate his yeah. partner, gaslight his partner, abuse his partner. This is financial abuse. This is a, all kinds of abuse. This is... The other one, yeah, I, again, they're both really bad and who are we to judge a situation that we're not in? Yeah. but Yeah, it's really hard to compare. I, I just mean like you yeah. find yourself in a position you never thought you would and right. now it's like... And you don't know who you're with Your anymore. world's just like, what's reality? Right, right. <sighs> I need to take a deep breath. I'd be curious if you ever come across a story like this where it's the woman who does this. Because I know that, you know, it's not always the man who does this. Yeah. But I'm just curious because you don't hear about those times. Yeah. I would love to ask a divorce lawyer. And I know, like, gender roles and, like, whatever. But right. I would love to ask a divorce lawyer with, like, 30 years of experience of, yeah. like, who is typically the worst? Well, I in think your a, lawyer, a lawyer with the thirty years of experience is likely going to say men because it's just recently that women have started to really, have yeah, equality. have financial independence, and we're still, you know, paid less than men on average. But I would say maybe like in the last couple of years, have you seen that trend differ? Yeah, as women are becoming stepping into positions of power, becoming CEOs, starting their own companies, acquiring financial success on their own, you know? I could see that. Yeah, I definitely think time has a lot of context to play into that. EHT. Okay. Moving along. I need some caffeine. Tequila, babe. Drink the tequila. It's yeah. making me like burp. What? Yeah. I just turn away from your mic. Then I internalize the burp and they like compound and like become bigger. And then it's just like at the end of the show, it's just like a. Well, you know, if that's what it takes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Morgan when I come over. What does she do? Oh, holds it all in. Yep. Yep. Well, we all know that. Because one time I like forgot something in her room. (laughs) No way. No way. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) No way. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. My body, my body just knows when Justin like leaves in the morning. And so like, I kind of go back to bed for a little bit. Oh, that's wild. And my body just relaxes. And like, as I'm drifting off to sleep, I just hear these farts. And um, he's come back in a couple of times and I have to say, no, 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 you can't. It's Do you actually wait it out? No, I think I like have to get it for you. What? 
You actually don't let him back in the room. I think yeah, because your boy's got to go, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't think we can handle any more cheating stuff. I think we're we're pretty good we're on that out. one. This one's interesting. Am I the asshole for telling my sister she's ridiculous for divorcing her husband over a TikTok prank? My 24 male sister, 32 female, was married to a guy. 35 male for three years until they separated two months ago over a TikTok prank he pulled. Although none of our family cares about social media, I've always thought of her husband as nice, funny man. It's great to be in his company, and I therefore think the divorce is ridiculous over something that was no more than a mistake. To give an account of what happened, my brother-in-law, who is involved in TikTok, pulled a prank on my sister's 15 male son. The prank culminated in my nephew falling over and banging his head, which is why she separated from him. He had to be rushed to the hospital where he underwent treatment, and now he has brain damage. He now needs help eating due to impaired motor control, has limited speech. If you ask him something, he'll stare at you until my sister gets on her knees to ask him calmly what he needs. He is easily irritable, and when I look at him, all I can see is his seven-year-old self masquerading in a 15-year-old's body. Now, these symptoms are likely permanent and are, of course, awful, but it was a mistake on behalf of the husband. I believe that divorce is way too harsh for a mistake, and instead they should have negotiated boundaries and disallowed TikTok in the house or something. Her husband was the only one who used it. I've tried to keep my dislike of the divorce decisions to myself because I'm secretly mourning the loss of my brother-in-law. We watched football together and everything. However, when discussing the incident with her yesterday, I told her that she was absolutely ridiculous for divorcing her husband over something that is essentially a mistake and that she should reconsider her options, considering the first one was clearly emotionally driven. My sister told me that I'm free to marry him, and my mother also interjected, and despite liking my brother-in-law before, told me that I have no say in my sister's life and told me that my precious brother-in-law ruined my nephew's life with his incompetence. I yelled at them and told them that society's inability to forgive mistakes is the reason why we're in this mess, and they eventually kicked me out when the argument ensued for 10 minutes longer. I thought I was being reasonable. However, my girlfriend is also on their side. Am I the asshole? Okay, I feel like this might be one of the hardest ones we've ever done because we need to know the circumstance. I don't at all. Do you have an opinion? Yeah. Let's hear it. I do not think this was the first time he's tried to pull a funny TikTok prank. I can't imagine you just go from zero to 100. I'm sure this was kind of a running thing where it's like, hey, please stop. Not into the TikTok pranks. And then this one resulted in permanent brain damage. I I don't know what the intention of the prank was, but I think when someone hurts you and your child so deeply, so badly, I think even if you love that person, if you recognize this is something you're never going to be able to get over, I think it's fair. Bye. Like, I'm always going to look at you and look at what you did to my child. Right, but the context of the prank is so key in this. If it was just simply like a, 
like a pop out or a loud noise or like some scare prank or something and someone trips and falls in a really terrible way. Then a really hot take, two hot takes, three hot takes today is then she's taking out the emotions of how terrible of, of the situation now of what has happened. She's now taking that out on the relationship to be able to put blame somewhere even if there's no place to technically put the blame, depending on the context of the prank. Yeah. I mean, because mistakes do happen. Yeah. You could pull a prank like, Oh, I did this. And then it has some terribly not foreseeable adverse consequence. And though, yes, it is annoying that it came from a prank and didn't have to, the prank didn't have to happen. It's just one of those freak things. I mean, we've all done that where you're like all having a good time and something dumb happens and then someone actually gets hurt and it's like, oh shit. Like, Mm -hmm. and this is an extreme, like, I can't even imagine having this happen to anybody, but I think it relies so much on the context of the prank. Like, did he actually go and be like, ha ha, and push him down a flight of stairs? Because that's a lot different than, oh, I'm doing something. And then an, like the unforeseeable, which I think is the key word. Yeah. Consequence is he falls and gets this hurt. So let me ask you this. What is your take on this? Like, I hear you, everything you're saying, but so you think she was an asshole for jumping to divorce? I can't make a decision until I know the More prank. context. Do we have any more? No, the account's been uh, suspended. I can't see any, um, I don't see any comments from OP while I'm scanning quickly. Because I'll clarify. Mm -hmm. If it was one of those pranks where it was totally unnecessary and you could infer the risk of someone getting hurt, then yes, I would be done in the relationship too. Cause that's just idiotic. Why would you put someone at risk for something so dumb? Sure. But if you totally could not foresee it, like it's very unreasonable to consider that someone would get this hurt from whatever action you were doing, then I don't see how you could put all that blame on that person. Based on the severity of his injuries. Like I, I was quick scrolling through the comments and like, I kept seeing permanent brain damage in all caps and like commenters just from typing that is mentioned 20 times. And that's like, if they use the right spelling. Um, and I can't imagine like a jump scare type prank is going to result in permanent brain damage. It's possible. Well, someone has died just from falling down the stairs. Like I forget it. Think it's someone yeah. you or Lauren knew from college. Oh, like no, I don't, somebody, yeah. somebody knows somebody who fell down the stairs hit their head, was fine, was rushed to the doctor or like the ER for like a concussion or something. They discharged them, died of a brain bleed. Yep. Yeah. So it's, and all they did was fall, fall down the stairs. They missed a step. So to me, I'm, I'm, I know I'm being very devil's advocate, but- Accidents happen. Accidents, like if, if Justin is, you know, to your point, if he was doing a prank and it just like a door opened, which knocked this person down the stairs, they could have severe con- like injuries from something that wasn't intended- yeah. You know, and and I'll just say this, like it's interesting because we all have a different take on this. Mm-hmm. And they're probably all considered a hot take because <laughs> my take on this is kind of a blend of both of yours. And for me, those details don't matter to me because I think that to touch on your point earlier, who's to decide 
what is an emotional or non-emotional reason to divorce somebody. It's your marriage. And you kind of touched on this earlier, regardless of the intention, the prank, the severity, the unforeseeable foreseeable factors. If this woman can't look at her husband the same way and she harbors resent for him, then why would you stay in that marriage? Yeah. And that's where it's like, it's really shitty. And I think it is, it's by some people's, you know, standards, an extreme punishment or an extreme consequence, but so be it then. Because if this woman is so hurt and can never look at her husband the same way, will always resent him no yeah. matter what happens, then for the both of their sakes, it's they, better they're done. It's better than that they're not in the same yeah. marriage. Yeah. So that's why these little details actually don't really matter in my opinion. What matters is, can she move past it? Can she forgive him? Get, that forgive is true. Him? I think, That's kind of how I look at it. I think yeah. I got on the track of like, is the guy who did the prank the asshole? Right. That's kind so of, when you were talking, I was like, you're actually answering a different question. Yeah. But but we can all agree, like if it was ill intended, then of course, like it's a whole different question. But you know, we're actually none of us are answering the question. I know no. that's true. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's am it's, I the asshole for calling her ridiculous? Which yeah, it's and, not your life, it's not your right. marriage, it's not your child, right. and boohoo, you can't watch football with your brother. Yeah, I was thinking this. Go same. to a fucking sports bar. Yeah, get a friend. <laughs> I was. It's funny. We were all kind of not answering the original. We got lost in the sauce. Well, I knew from the get-go, I was like, I know that we're not going to even give that attention because we're so focused on the other elements that are kind of outshot, like shining that. But it's hard to answer that question too because are you an asshole for calling your sister ridiculous? If I had to answer that, yeah. Yeah. Because who are you to decide what's ridiculous in her marriage? Well, and you don't, you're not in her marriage. I think it's like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, like I said, I'm like, I don't believe this was the first prank. I I can imagine this didn't go zero to 100. So for her, this could have been the final right. devastating straw. And yeah. so who knows what was going on behind closed doors? And it's like, who are you right. to speak? You're, yeah. You're not in it. I pulled this train way off track. <laughs> no, you didn't. I like where you good, went. No, you you made great points. And I like how passionate you got about like the unforeseeable because everyone's thinking it like, well, what was the prank? Mm -hmm. How direct was the injury? You know, but it's kind of like all of that is like kind of moot in this in the grand scheme of things, because regardless if it was a total perfect storm, weird one off, you know, the if the wife, if she can't look at her husband the same way and she will always harbor resentment and anger and it then. Yeah, it's her boundary to have. it's, It's totally fair. Yeah, there's, I mean, people people ate them up in the comments. Uh, but one, I think, that was really interesting. Um, I just lost it. It is really terrible, though. It's I, so sad. I, if I'm him, I don't know how. I would probably never want to use TikTok app ever again. No. Yeah. I don't know how you could live with yourself. I mean, this poor, he was 15. His whole life is so changed Um, but someone comments and it's it's a ways down I found it just by searching permanent brain damage but you're the asshole permanent brain damage is the limit to most people's ability to forgive well but I I think your point is interesting because I think you know you look at a lot of situations or I don't know I think it's used for a lot of movie plots it's like a group of teenagers was driving home from a party and Mm -hmm. a drunk driver hit him and the one survived, but the rest of the town hates the one that was driving. Right. And I think that does come up in a lot of our stuff where, you know, we have misplaced blame. Yeah. 
and accidents do happen. But yeah, I think back to OP actually asking, am I the asshole for telling my sister she's ridiculous for divorcing her husband? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your marriage. Right. And that, yeah, it's, yes, I'm like, I'm falling further into a little hole right now. I just want to like tuck away and let the show continue as if I wasn't here. But <laughs> no. I, what? it's making more sense to me because then you could theorize right. if they had a perfect relationship and this was a freak weird accident mistake. Yes, it's still her call what how she wants to interpret those emotions. But you'd think that then she wouldn't, it wouldn't be a question of like, okay, we need to split up. Mm-hmm. It's obviously due to to bigger circumstances yeah. or a super malicious prank, which right. could be unforgivable. Right. But if it weren't any of those, then we wouldn't be talking about the divorce. We'd right. be talking more about the, 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 you know, the injuries and the prank itself maybe. Right. And I think that the theme, if you boil everything down, it's forgiveness. That's the concept of forgiveness yeah. is what's really at play here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's funny, this is, that's happened a bunch of times on the show in episodes where I've I've been listening to episodes that I'm not even on and I'll be like do they realize that they're actually not even focused on the, the question yeah. anymore <laughs> because we all hear so many different things exactly. when we're listening and then we like get so fixated on that one point yeah. and we forget about the rest we all three heard different things different things resonated with all three of us yeah. and it just goes to show how differing opinions and that was at play here or listening with your triggers. Yeah. Mine, you're in mine's your bias. Yeah. I hate pranks. Clearly. I fucking hate pranks. I don't like pranks either, actually. So I dated somebody who loved to kind of mess with me and scare me and spook me and do pranks. And it actually got to a point where I was like, this could lead to a breakup. And like, that sounds yeah. so funny, but you'd be out right away. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't hit. I hated it. I started to get really frustrated and I was like, you just can't live comfortably. I think if you yeah. have a prankster in your life, you're always looking over your shoulder. You're never truly comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least based point. on my experience. And I don't. I got enough cortisol as it is. I don't need any more. Right. Have okay. you seen those Australian guys on TikTok? I know we're going way off, but let's hear it. Those three guys where they literally just cannot. Like they sit on the couch in their living room and it ex- explodes oh, or like no. jackass just type stuff. Kind of, and it's just like, dude, it's exhausting. Like I know you get views, but are you really love living like that? No, always no. on edge. Like, like you guys are about to do some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? I, I'd hate that. They must be adrenaline junkies and they just need it in their day to day. I don't understand it. I don't either. Also, I don't know how the jackass <sighs> guys never got like. Well, I guess the one. Never mind. Never what got like, like how injured. you watch those movies and they just like fall in ways where you're like, yep, they're fucked up. And, they and about, then yeah. they're just like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, even like they said though, in one of the recent ones we watched, it was like 4.5 or whatever. They said, I live my life constantly on edge now. Yeah. Like they were even doing like interviews where people were asking them, like, how was filming this show? Blah, 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 blah. And that like post, whatever interview still isn't off limits and one guy got gallons of horse semen dumped on him what it was so it's like torture it, it's torture and there was one guy who like um they were in like a dark room for like 10 minutes and just had people poking them with cattle prods what the electric cattle prods that like, is torture i don't know how you could ever subject yourself to that that just feels crazy yeah 
Crazy. I can't imagine. Moving along. Okay, one more. I think we're done. I had like oh. another one that oh. was kind of, um, it's like, I mean, I have a lot of shitty ones. Like, am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend when he'll be over his dad's death? Oh, God. Um, Come on. I mean, they're bad. Like, there's there's just so many bad this is ones. a dark episode. It is. Yeah, I didn't realize how dark we... I do have a palate cleanser at the end, though. It's kind of sad, but still. Trigger warning on this next one, you guys. It does contain talks of miscarriage. My aunt tried to announce her daughter's pregnancy at my baby shower for my rainbow baby. And for those of you who don't know, um, a rainbow baby is like a pregnancy after you've suffered miscarriages or stillbirths, things like that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd posted this originally on Am I the Asshole and had been told that this would fit perfectly here since my aunt is the entitled parent. I'm pulling from our slash entitled parents. My husband and I are finally expecting our rainbow baby after years of infertility and multiple miscarriages. It's safe to say we and our family are very freaking excited. My mom is probably the most excited. She's been planning our baby shower and making decorations for months. She's been the biggest help during this exciting yet scary pregnancy. A few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, my aunt told my mother and I that my cousin is pregnant. We are very happy for her. However, my aunt said their plan is to announce her pregnancy at my baby shower since we are having a big party anyways. She said it's not a big deal and we both can share the day. I said absolutely not because we have been waiting for this day forever and it should be all about me and my rainbow baby. My mother is on my side and told my aunt that they better not announce anything at the party. My aunt dropped it and nothing else was said. Last Saturday was my baby shower. It was everything I've waited for. Everything is going good. No one has announced my cousin's pregnancy. When it was time for us to eat my cake, my aunt said, hold on, hold on everyone, and went outside to her car to grab something. That was the moment I knew something was up. My mother and I follow her outside, and my aunt decided to bring a cake announcing my cousin's pregnancy and some presents for my cousin. My mother immediately told my aunt that she will not be bringing those back into the rec center and they will not be ruining my day. My aunt started throwing a fit, screaming, this is a baby shower. It's for babies. Cousin is having a baby too. So this day should be about her too. My cousin now joins the screaming and says how pissed off she is that everything is always about me and why do we always have to be happy for me? They would not stop screaming. So they were kicked out by the rec center's security and half our family was upset that I wouldn't let her have a moment at my shower. So they left too. Now everyone is bashing my mother, myself, and Rainbow Baby on Facebook, group family texts, anything at all. That's what we got. There is an update though. There is an update. Why are they bashing Rainbow Baby? <sighs> what the hell? Little rainbow baby. I'm sorry. I would Steve Aoki that cake. <gasps> That's what I was thinking. Steve Aoki the cake. Fuck for, I would have flipped it. Here, I oh, let me carry that for you. It. Let me carry that. Bam. You heard right of a, in the you face. You heard of a cake smash, bitch? That's what this is. Yeah. You want a moment? I'll give you a moment. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Are you kidding me? I saw you shaking in the corner of my I eye. I was like, I'm sorry. This is not real. <sighs> I saw you shaking your shaking in your boots over there. I was like Arthur fisting again. I don't understand the half of the family that walked out. This is just like fuck them. I before we got to that detail, the aunt and the cousin, 
this, that happening for me, that's like, all right, cool. You're like, that bridge is cut for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know done. why that's just like how I've done. always worked. I would be fine. Never talking to them again. Yeah. Like, that's just so it's like, it's so idiotic, but so also like on purpose, purposeful. Yeah. Because they already asked and said it was no, the right. answer was no. That was just There's complete just no respect. disregard for your day and you respectfully said no we're not going to make this about anything other than our rainbow baby which we are very entitled to hence it is our baby shower yeah why don't you throw a party to announce that why would you want to share why would you want to share don't you want your own day that's not how that works no well clearly half the family's fucked like that's wild they (laughs) they half them believe this clearly it's like runs in the family Dude. Something is off. Not I, a full deck, you guys. They're not working with a full deck of cards. It like honestly, the the half of the family leaving kind of makes sense. You're like, oh, this like they've been taught a certain way. They're that, all fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just okay. I <sighs> I think you have to like be able to empathize with someone and just say like. When you asked, okay, I understand. Like you're throwing the party, you're renting the rec center. Yeah. Let's let's do it. It could be fun together. But when it was a no. Because of the fact she's had multiple miscarriages, you have to say, I understand. This pregnancy you're experiencing has been a lot harder for you to achieve than me. Yeah. And also... I'll let you have your day. I thought she was just going to like spill the beans. Like when she said announce, I thought she was just going to be like, everyone... Tap, 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 tap. Yeah. By the way, not (laughs) gifts and a a cake. cake. Ma'am. Crazy. No. Are you sure she wasn't the one that... uh, had the two carts in Costco? <laughs> Could have been. No. It's the same type of action. <sighs> that is so I just yeah. Okay. You can't you can't reason with people. I just like can't that. you just I, can't. I literally don't understand people that just do the most insanely offensive and rude things. It all it makes me feel like I'm almost gaslighting myself right now. I'm like, are we missing details? Like, did they go halvesies in on like the cost of the baby shower? So therefore they thought that I like, are we missing something? No chance. No. No way. So the top <laughs> the top comment on the, the this original post, let cousin know that if aunt cared more about her, she would have had a party that was about her. Hijacking your party after being explicitly told not to do that is plain wrong and absolutely entitled. Good on your mom for not backing down. And OP responds, my aunt and cousin are the types of people who need attention on them 24-7. If the attention was on anybody else, they will do anything to take the attention back to them. It's been this way my entire life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got the other half of the family just roped in. Fucking clowns. Clowns. A circus. Stealing that from my brother. Clowns. It is a circus. A circus. Wow. For the update. Okay. Some people have asked for an update, and this is the type of update I never wanted to make. I'm truly heartbroken. Baby's okay, guys. Baby's okay. 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 Which I should have just read the next paragraph. Mm -hmm. First off, my beautiful baby girl came into the world three weeks early on June 15th. (gasps) A Gemini! We have been so excited (laughs) and are enjoying every minute of her. She's doing amazing and has already grown so much. Now, the update on my cousin and aunt. On June 16th, the day after my baby girl was born, my cousin texted our family group chat and said she had a miscarriage. I was so sad for her, and despite still being upset with her, I told her if she needed anything to call me and I would be there for her. I spent hours crying for her with her and talking her through everything 
her feelings, my feelings, how I was able to cope with multiple miscarriages. She came over a lot, holding on to my baby, crying. I saw a change in her. She seemed so sincere. Well, all caps, my cousin lied. She was never pregnant. Apparently, a few days after her miscarriage, my cousin told her mother, my aunt, that she was loving all the attention she's getting and that she lied about ever being pregnant. She said she can't wait to magically get pregnant with her rainbow baby soon and get even more attention. A few days ago, my aunt made a comment about it to my grandma, and my grandma was very upset. My aunt said not to tell anyone, especially me, since I'd be so dramatic about it. She said it wasn't a big deal and everyone needed their time to shine, aka my cousin's future rainbow baby. Of course, my grandma told everyone, and I am so heartbroken. Now, I really don't know if my aunt did or did not know she lied to begin with. My aunt doesn't even care that she lied, and her behavior afterwards was disgusting, so I'm leaning more towards she knew all along and was in on it. However, we have all, not 100% sure about my grandma, cut ties with my aunt and cousin. I cannot believe someone would stoop so low as to lie about being pregnant, then miscarrying, then having a rainbow baby, all for attention. I can only write so much in a post, so if anyone has any questions or wants more details, I will try my best in the comments. Thank you. It's the only thing you can do when you, like, you're literally not going to change these people. So just cut them off. Get out. Yeah. It's the only thing you can do. That's so sick. Maybe karma will do its thing. And I don't know because honestly, people like this always win. That's the type of person that they do always win. Yeah. Shitty people win. Those, yeah. Those people terrify me though. Well, no, shitty people don't win because shitty people have to live with their shitty selves. There's a reason she needs that attention. True. They don't win because they're so, think of how miserable you have to be to do that. So they may win on the outside, but they are certainly not winning on the the long run. And um, she scares me. She's the type of person that probably shouldn't have a kid because imagine the time she's going to take the spotlight away from her own child so much so to where has anyone seen that movie um where she's like poisoning her own daughter to keep her in a wheelchair Munchausen's by proxy i see her doing this just to keep attention on her her whole life like yeah i just where will she draw the line my mind goes down the rabbit hole on like the what ifs and someone that's willing to devise such a plan lie manipulate gaslight steal thunder like all the things all the things what is she not willing to do? Right. At what cost? At what cost? That, ooh, I, I hope she doesn't have children. Damn. Sad, sad, sad day. She, this is a movie in the making. Yeah. Honestly, like that's a, a thriller, plot right there. A horror thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Like Saw. What? what? No, we were, we were on to something. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I, I'd love to no, see I our just... faces because we're like nodding along and then you say Saw and we're like, I just wanted to see how you guys would react. We thought if we would like, keep but it does. You up. It it feels like a movie. I mean, it, yeah, absolutely. Like that would be the tee up that gets the audience into it, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. No. What's this bitch gonna do? Yeah, yeah. She creates like a whole just false lie. Are we ready for the palate cleanse? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was no. What? I, was more I don't know. Any. You said one more palate cleanse. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I don't know if it's truly a good palate cleanse, but I. I think it's it's got a lot of awards and it seems nice. Mm. My girlfriend's 28 female brother donated his heart to me, 27 male, and we didn't find out until recently. 
Mm. This is not a good palate cleanse, but it's 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 something. Yeah. It's not so maddening. Yeah. This happened when I was 18 and in need of a heart transplant, waiting on a list. We were waiting for months. Then, just like that, we got a call and it changed my life. I was so, so grateful to the donor. My mom and I even made our own letters to send to the family, but they never wanted contact, which I respected. He saved my life. Yeah, but theirs was all heartbreak. For years, I was always grateful for that sacrifice, but even more now that my girlfriend and I met years later, and now we're expecting a baby boy in August. Also, because we know the whole truth now, she never talked about her brother much, so all I knew was that he died. His birthday was the other week. My girl wanted to visit his grave because they haven't, hadn't done it in a while. She opened up about his car accident, being on life support until they decided to take him off. And since he was registered as an organ donor, that isn't what got me thinking, though. What did was the fact that the exact date of his death is when I got called in for the heart transplant. Me and my girlfriend decided to find out the truth because her family was grieving so much. They never looked at the letter sent by me. We had a long talk with her mom about this because if she'd rather not know, then we'll drop it. Her mom gave us her blessing to find out. Luckily, she never got rid of the letter, only never got around to reading it because it was too painful. And that's how we found out. It was only my first name that I mentioned, but I remember every word I said on that letter. We cried for hours. All this time, life brought us, brought us together in this crazy way, and neither of us knew. It's too wild. He gave me a chance to be alive and meet the love of my life and start a family with her. I feel like the luckiest guy in the world, all thanks to him. <laughs> That's so beautiful. So, like, so sad, but like, like... Life is fucking weird, and I so sad. But like, at least it it's like, like a full circle moment. I know, yeah. and they're and having, they're a, having kid, a baby boy. Fuck, <laughs> that's all that's I got. That's crazy. <laughs> God damn it. That's all I got. That's so sad. I still find it amazing that that's possible. Organ donation, yeah, to that level. A heart. How many vessels and everything. <sighs> crazy and then the to to have your body accept it too i know like there's so many levels to it that's just crazy yeah not only to get a donation but then to yeah accept your, it yeah what's crazy to me is he was on a list for so long and of all the times that he could have gotten off the list yeah well how did his, they meet it was his turn wait what that was just random yes yeah justin that's the whole element here oh well, I thought it was like you can connect it kind of like when No, no, so you so can't he you got the heart transplant before he met his girlfriend. It was just a random chance. Oh, okay. I thought they were together. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, the brother died in a car accident it sounds like. Donated yeah. his heart. Wow. OP received it, lived, obviously the heart took, went on to live his life, meet the love of his life she's like opening up about her brother's tragedy and then he puts two and two together and goes, I received a heart on that day. The world is small. The it's, world is small. Or is it fate? Like, I mean, you could argue like divine intervention. I, I just... Fate's, fate's hard for me, but I just really? think... Really? I think when you have... Look at the chances. How many people are on a heart transplant list yeah. right now? Of all the... Is it by area though? Do they live like... It, so It's like in a... It it's depends because the organ has to be viable for transport to get to that person from the time it's harvested to the time it goes to the recipient. So it does have to be 
within a certain proximity, I believe, to still remain viable. But it's also age, blood type. Mm-hmm. There are so many things and that go into it. And you just said the heart has to take. Mm-hmm. So currently a shortage of donor hearts available for approximately 3,000 people on the waiting list in the U.S. So it's like, and this one estimates 3,500. So, I mean, out of all the people living in the same I just like it's one thing that he got his heart because I've seen other people get like hearts that are younger and then like they wouldn't even these two wouldn't even be in the realm of dating. It's like the fact they were similar in age Mm -hmm. and then they happened to meet, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just am blown away. I'm looking to see if comments if they say how they met and OP does comment a lot, um, but I don't I don't see anyone asking and him responding how they met. And then they get pregnant with a boy. Hmm. They get pregnant. Let's start there. Yeah. We know that that's not something to take for granted. They're naming the baby after him. Too. I figured they yeah, would. Oh, cool. you yeah. can't not. I love his comments. I mean, there's someone that goes like, mate, that's mad. The most heartwarming thought that came to mind was if you say to her, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Oh. It's the same place that her love. It's the same place that the love her brother gave. And now the father of her child gave as well as the thought that your child will still get to know that piece of his uncle is still beating and giving out the love that he would have had if he would have had the chance to meet him. That's true. And OP goes, thanks for the tears, man. (laughs) We look forward to our son knowing how his uncle saved his daddy's life way before his mom and I even met. It feels like an honor to be carrying a piece of him with Mm -hmm. us always. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Yeah. I just like want to know how they met. I know. Comment. Okay. Yeah. I need to do it from the THT account though, because there's not many comments on it. And I I don't want my real account to be found. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I will comment on it when I get back to my other account, but that's all I have for this episode. I hope the end, this quick story kind of redeemed it and people can still be great. there's, There's good in the world. There's good in the world. There's those that are not maddening. I think it's hard to remember that too sometimes. Like you get so caught up. It's so easy to tap into the negative, right? Especially on this podcast. Yes. (laughs) I know. I get done with these and I'm like, like, I'm just like, let's watch something really happy. Oh yeah. Um, But I think then when you are scrolling on Instagram or wherever and you see just something that's so wholesome and heartwarming, it gives you that reality check. Like, okay, there's definitely good in this world and you have to, you have to like really take those moments. Like, I don't know how to say it. Well, yeah, but you really have to like let more of those in and really focus on that stuff more because it is so amazing. The things that do happen every day. Yeah. I think one, you need to get on the wholesome thing for the THT and supervise that you want to do like the wholesome content. But I think everyone should like kind of make a goal of like once a day, or like every day you find some piece of like wholesome content to like remove you from everything we're going through because yeah. there's an account I want to say though. Okay. You have because one. like you just watch one of these videos every day and you feel good the serotonin. Yeah. Well, it's also the brain. I forget the stat. I wish I retained it. So I always had this thing uh, and it, it became exponential or I guess it became enhanced when Morgan kind of started the show and had a platform to, to talk to people. And I always thought I hate, I never liked watching the news. Of course you need to like 
tap into the news once in a while so you're not like totally oblivious to the world you're living in. Yeah. But I hated watching the news because I never, ever felt good after watching the no, news. No, it's exhausting. Remember Minnesota Bound? That was like the one good thing on the news. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Bound. I, I didn't watch until I met you. I don't think I watched the It's news. like a PBS show. They talk about happy shit. Please, oh. Minnesota people. It was just like happy, happy things. Wow. It was so peaceful on of Sunday nights. Of course Minnesota did that. And know. so I always wanted to do this thing like, happy news or good news. And so- Oh, I think I know what account you're talking about. It's when I started looking for uh, handles yeah. because I was like, I want to lock something down. I found good news underscore movement. Yeah. And every day there's just pieces of content that just simply are just happy and good. I love yeah. that. And they're just like, even if you're going through some shit, you watch one of those videos and you're just like, Okay. Like it's all good. I just got to focus on this stuff more, you yeah. know? Well, we have to make an conscious effort to do that because again, like the brain apparently we pick up on negative more easily. The ratio is like very sad of negative to positive thoughts that we have. Is it 20 to one? It's like worse than that. And it's that. unhealthy. It's like something I want to find it, but it's yeah. something about where like you have to consciously go look for good news because you will f- more often than time, more often times than not find the bad. And it's taxing. It's taxing. Stress. It'll bring you down. We can't afford any cortisol spikes over here. Yeah. So I haven't found the ratio you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but the magic ratio where we can greet one. Experts say that when we can greet one negative thought, experience, or sentiment with five positive ones, we can offset our negativity bias. That's what it was. Yes. You have to like consciously think more yeah. positive to offset one negative thought. For that's sure. what yeah. it was. Yep. Just like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, so I wonder, I think it, I, for some reason I have a, it's a really high number for like, we're more likely to pick up on negative yeah. than like one positive, but yeah. crazy. Anyway. Well, I think we all get caught in those cycles where you go through a period of just like living that negative thought. Yeah. This sounds yeah. so inspirational, motivational, but <laughs> I really do truly mean like, I know what it's like to get stuck in that thinking. You're in that for like a week. Yeah. And the toll that that takes on you, overall health, like your body, head, everything, compared to when you're just like, you know, trying to keep it a little lighter and stay positive. Yeah. So on that note, follow good news underscore movement on TikTok. Live show tickets will be going on sale in like two weeks. It's officially booked for Varsity Theater, August 18th. Woo. We're trying to plan a little after party at the library bar, but, but it's, it's it's now the college club. So we're going to plan like a little after party. So even if you can't make the show, maybe you guys can meet us out. Um, Come kick it with us. New sweatshirts are going to be dropping oh in my God. black. The two hot take sweatshirts in black, which are probably... I love them more than the pistachios. Those go so hard, you guys. Those are so major. Look at them. <laughs> Look at them. Look at it. Um, but other than that, let us know what you think about this episode. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.